0: Talk radio. Welcome to my good nanny radio, MGN Radio, the best show on Block Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. Thanks for tuning in.
1: Hi, and welcome to MGM Podcast. My name is Posse Ufa DK, and today is Monday. Happy Monday, everyone, to those of you who tuned in. This past weekend, where we interviewed PR expert Latori um, Lemon, thank you so much. That was such an amazing show. We heard so much feedback, and thank you again for always following us and connecting with us. Today is Juneteenth, and, you know, I just had a conversation with my girls. I asked them, do you know what today is? And they're like, Monday? I'm like, no, no, no. Today is Juneteenth in honor of one of the final official emancipation of slaves in the United States. So, hey, history lesson, on June 19th, 1865, the announcement was made that tens of thousands of African Americans in Texas had been emancipated closing the door on one of the last chapters of slavery in the U.S., so June 19th, and it's called Juneteenth. Um, and speaking of Texas, you know, we're having our seventh conference um, in Houston, and I'm so excited. Wow. I mean, all the people that are coming, our vendor booths sold out within two weeks. We have a few tickets left. Um, so just please connect with us at d, the number 2 aspirecom It's going to be a great conference. Just women empowerment. Women and moms starting a small business and networking, mimosas, brunch, Sunday, June 25th. It's almost here. So, you know, today I did a radio uh, interview with Houston Amazing 102.5 FM. Thank you so much for having me. Um Valencia and Kim, it was great. So, I hope to see everybody in Houston on Sunday, June 25th. Now, today's show, I'm so excited about because I love two things that I really, really love in life is giving back and helping others. And I This group, this nonprofit group does that, and we're going to be talking with Gwen Forsay um, about Help Us Help Them, and her organization is really an amazing organization that helps orphans all around the world, and we're going to hear more about that when I come back from the commercial break. I have to give her her fabulous MGN introduction, so when I come back from the commercial break, We will chat with the founder of HUHT, help us help them. We'll be back in less than one minute. Thank you. Hair Yum is the fastest
0: growing vegan hair care product on the market. Hair Yum can transform your hair with one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it.
1: All right. We are back. Um, today's Monday. We're chatting with Gwen. And um, I wanted—I was telling you guys that I wanted to make sure I gave her her, favor, her um, proper MGN introduction. But I'm so, so excited about all the great work her charity, her nonprofit is doing. Um, all around the world um, in Africa, starting in the continent of Africa. And um, we'll hear all about that as I chat with her. So, you know, HUHT is a nonprofit organization with a firm commitment to ensure that each orphan is comfortable, cared for, and loved. They believe that each child should be well fed and have a fair chance at basic education. So they started in Africa um, you know, working with orphanages, and now they want to take this message to everywhere and partner with different individuals, help raise money for these orphans. And I'm so excited because she's also going to be in Houston at the Dare to Aspire conference, um, and she's going to have her cookbook. So I can't wait. And all the proceeds go to, again, H-U-H-T, help us help them. So let me connect her. We'll get started with the interview. Let me help Hi, Gwen. Good morning, Tosi. How are you? I'm fine. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in and calling us. Thank you so much. No problem. It's my pleasure
0: to be on this wonderful show for today, Monday, Juneteenth.
1: Yes, (laughs) Juneteenth. Had you heard about Juneteenth? Because, you know, when I asked my kids, they were like, Monday, Like, they didn't know what it was, so I had to school them.
0: Uh, For the word Juneteenth, yeah, you had to school me, too, on that. But on the slavery part, when you started saying all of that, I'm like, oh, so that's what it it is. is." You're schooling me on Juneteenth, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. So I forgot to give you an applause. (laughs) Because... First of all, thank you. So let's talk about your your from your nonprofit. Tell us in your words how what made you start help us help them. Well, <laughs> it's a long story, but I'll cut it
0: short. Um, I'm one of those that actually was raised. I was raised by my grandmother, and you know, grandmothers how they are. they go out and just give give things. So she was a little. It was, she was a farmer and. She loves to go out after church on Sunday. She comes home and then, hey, come on, let's go. Let's go give this grandma this. Let's go give this grandma this. So she was always cooking and giving out. So when she passed away, I figured, like, how can I also pick or continue her story? How can I continue her message? And I figured out offerings are of people that are or children that are most likely to be forgotten. Like, your mother is not there, your dad is not there, if you don't have an uncle, or well, and to take care of you, you just on your own. So I came about to about two thousand and seven when I went back home and when I visited where to bury my grandmother, and I saw, you know, one of the ladies that she used to take care of with when I was young. And I said, When I come back I'm gonna come start one of this non profit organization just to, you know, I won't meet all the orphans. I won't be able to reach all all the orphans, but hopefully we we'll could get most of them. So that's how I started by providing them just you know school supplies to establish orphanages already, um, feeding and you know just basic health needs. You know, it's, it's a lot that we take for uh, you know take for granted and other people don't have or don't have people to provide for them. So that's that's,
1: that's yeah. how I started. You know, of <laughs> help help them. We oh, we, Gwen, Gwen, that's such a a positive story that really is and you know i want everybody to check out the website hut um org and see the pictures you know donate connect i mean that is a powerful story so now where tell me where what country in africa you started with and why and why you started with that country
0: well i started with cameroon because that's That's on my roots. I'm originally from Cameroon, you know, migrated here. Um, We have four orphanages that I support in Cameroon that will make sure we provide them monthly feeding and their basic health needs like toothbrushes, toothpaste, and um, mouthwash. And also I have one now in Togo as well that will do the same services for them. I started in Cameroon because that's my roots. That's where I was born and migrated to the U.S. I shouldn't forget where I came from. <laughs> of course. Yeah, so. of course.
1: And now, oh, go ahead, please. No, you're okay. <laughs> okay. So you started with Cameroon. You have Togo. Now tell us, for somebody that maybe has never left America, right, and doesn't understand mm-hmm what's going on in you know different parts of the world um explain what what these children what life is like for these children that have no mom no dad
0: well these kids they just take it a day at a time the whatever they have for the day that's what they eat they don't They don't think about tomorrow because they don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. They don't have that mom to tell them, okay, tomorrow we'll do this, tomorrow you eat this. What they have today is what they eat and they sleep and pray for tomorrow to come along. Um, This summer, I had the opportunity to take my kids back to Cameroon. Of course, they've never been to Cameroon. They're um, 11, 9, and um, 6. And amazingly, when I took them to Cameroon, the things that I saw, and they telling me, Mom, I want to go back. Why do you want to go back? I want to go back because these kids will visit one of the orphanages. And the kids in the orphanage, they didn't care if, it, I mean, they were just happy with what they had. When my kids came, they were like, All of them are sleeping on this bed. You have a bed, like six of them are sleeping there. I was like, Yes. I'm like, Why? Because they don't have, each person don't have a room to share or to just have a bed by themselves. So we're able, when we went there, we're able to interact with these, with my orphanages, uh, the orphans that I help and playing the free liberty of them, just playing, I'm not even worrying about tomorrow. Got my kids thinking, mom, we should do this all the time. I was like, I wish I could do it. I just need the support. I just need the funding to able to do this every summer. I take some kids here to go and see that experience. So that's what I would say for those. We just need donations from every corner. Any any donation, we help.
1: Wow, Gwen, that's another. That's that's because a lot of kids don't understand what it's like unless you've been. I mean, the same for Nigeria. When you see kids, you know, begging on the streets, nobody has iPads. Um, and, again, the, in Nigeria, because I know my listeners will start to email me. And so, oh, yes, in Nigeria there's a lot of wealth. We know that. But there's also a lot of poverty. And we're speaking yeah. about the kids who don't have anything, the orphans. You know, I'm sure the same is in Cameroon. There are probably some kids mm-hmm. that, you know, that have money and all that. But the majority is poor. And it's yeah. up to us. Like you said, we can't forget our roots to try to come back mm-hmm. and help. And help, yes. We're chatting live with Gwen. She's the founder of Help Us, Help Them. What made you come up with that name? I love it, by the way, but how did you come
0: up with it? Thank you. Um, I just sat one day thinking of names. Every name I thought of, I checked on Google. It was already out there. And I thought about it. What is my purpose? My purpose is for me to help these orphanages that are already uh, established. Huh. How can I do that? By asking for donation from, you know, the community, from my friends, from people, and that came up to be what well, if you help me, I'll help them. So help us help them was born.
1: <laughs> wow. Now what can somebody like, let's say I say, you know what, I only have fifty dollars. That's tough in America for me, you know. <laughs> so let's say somebody <laughs> said I only have fifty dollars. Tell them what fifty dollars can do for a child in Togo or in Cameroon, $50 will go a long way, $50.
0: One of my orphanages to, to feed them for a week or a week and a half, that $50 will actually feed about three or four kids in, in two weeks. They're able to buy, you know, the basics. They, they could buy rice. They could buy beans. They could buy tomato. They could buy, you know, vegetable oil for that $50 and be able to cook the rice and beans or rice and stew, and that will take them for, for, for two weeks or two weeks and a half, that could feed four kids. And if you can imagine to feed one, one um, orphanage, like this one that I have this month, is 17 kids that are there with $200. That's, you know, $200. I'm able to feed them probably for two months or, or two months and a half. We're not, we're not going for the expensive you know, type of dinner. We're not going for steak dinner. We're going for a simple, simple rice and beans, rice and stew with a little bit of vegetable on the side to feed these kids. just to make sure they have something. $50 will go a long way. Is it just for going to Among- coffee a month, you could you know, That's right. some of these. That's right. That's right.
1: And you know what? Even till today as an adult, when I go to events, even if it's at my daughter's school, or at church, and I see people just throwing away food. I mean, when I say my heart breaks, and mm-hmm. it's like people just throw away food, food that children would be jumping up and down if they could just eat. And, again, we're not talking about steak and ice cream, the luxuries that our kids eat in America mm-hmm. and London and all. We're talking about just basic plain rice a little veggies, mm-hmm. You know, the basic necessity, water, just water. You know, I hate when people waste water. You know, I mean, we have like in, in Detroit, I mean, we all know what happened with Michigan, I mean, Flint, Michigan. So we know water is, is, is um, something everywhere in the world. But the waste, you know. Now, tell me, what, what are some of the challenges you face with your organization in, in getting the funding for Help Us Help Them? Lots of challenges. Most of the, um,
0: the organization, it's a registered organization. It's, you know, nonprofit. If you donate in there, you get, you, you know, you're able to do your taxes and claim it back, you know, at the end of the year. But most of the challenges that I face is going out there and speaking to people like I need funding. Most people would prefer to say, okay, um, I will give you a pencil. I will give you a pen to, to give me your offense, but I'm not able to give the financial support. And that's one of the things that I need because when I collect collect all these equipment that I get the school supply, the the pencils, the uh, the backpacks, I need to pay for shipping for these things to go back to these orphanages. And financial difficulties is what I'm having. Most people are like, okay I could donate, but I cannot financially support you. So I um right now <laughs> I'm looking for ways, you know, to be able to talk to to, to my donors or to to the community to help me financially. Even you own a shipping company, if you be one of my donors, like, you know what, when you collect all the things, I'll help you ship them for you. That will be greatly appreciated. I don't have to actually have the finances, but as long as you help me that, okay, if I get this, I'll ship it for you, I'll be okay, and this is my kids will be taken care of. So financial difficulties is most of the
1: things that I face. Exactly. And you know what? A lot of people, because I know, um, you know, with nonprofits, the shipping, let me address the shipping thing. I would hope, you would think that Cameroon, you know, if you're shipping all these things to help people in Cameroon, there has to be Mm -hmm. somebody in the U.S. that's from Cameroon, that's at least mm-hmm. making some type of money, right? Because a lot of our, mm-hmm. our Africans, when we leave, we don't come to play. We we get our education and we get good jobs and da da da. But the sh- it can't just be on one person, and that's why you need the funding from different people. Because you, if you're doing it by yourself, it's tough, and then you can't reach mm-hmm. as many kids. Yes, yes.
0: Uh, I mean, so far uh, for the past from twenties, you know, two or seven till now. I've been actually my family and a couple of my close friends are the ones that have been actually helping once we collect all these things and I tell them, "Is the time of the year again, please, I need your $50 or your $100 so I could ship these things in Cameroon. So, so far, it's my family and friends that have been helping us to pay for the shipping to Cameroon. I'll be glad if there's somebody out there listening and say, okay, my donation to you today is once you collect your equipment or your Um, materials that you have, I will go ahead and pay for your shipping and send it to to your orphanages,
1: and that will be greatly appreciated. Appreciated. appreciate uh, it. You know, I, I was just thinking all these big, big companies, you know, like the Cokes and the, you know, the GEs of the world, it will be nice, you know, reaching out to them as well to see, you know, it's a nonprofit. Like like she said, her company is registered. It's, it's a registered U.S. nonprofit, so you will get the tax donation. But, again, it's tough when you're just one person, but stuff talking to – to this podcast, sharing information, going around. It's a great cause. I love it and um, I think it's going to be very, very successful. Now, another question I had, Gwen, is why do you think there's so much, you know, there's so many orphans in um, Cameroon. Like, can you describe, is it because of the AIDS epidemic or are just, they're just a lot of orphans? Like, can you explain, like, how many we're talking about? Like, what's driving the the increase in orphans in Cameroon and different parts of the world? From from my take,
0: and you know, is first of all coming from Africa, we have this thing that insurance is not there for people. We don't we don't know about going to the hospital and just having a monthly checkup or a yearly checkup. We don't do most of those. So most of our parents, due to the fact that there's, there's little or no health consciousness or just aware, just just the wealth check, since we don't have those, most of our parents, we are losing them early, you know, in an early age because of the lack of the medical assistance. That's, that's you know, for my speaking. So you have these parents here with your kids two, three years down the road, oh, just lost a mom, just lost a dad, or lost an uncle because we don't have that openness. We don't have the will. We don't have the way to go and see doctors just for a regular checkup. And that's how we ended up having a lot of kids with no parents, no mom, no dad, and ended up being taken care of by uncles or by aunts like some of us that, you know, were fortunate enough to leave Africa and come here, you know, for a greener pasture. It's
1: just health, our health system is not fair to us back there. Wow, yeah. Now let me ask you something. Let's talk about what's, again, we're talking with Gwen. She's the founder of Help Us Help Them, and her she's committed with her nonprofit to change the lives of orphans one meal at a time. So let's talk about contributions because I know a lot of people might say, hey, they want to help. So a donation of 10 this is straight from the website, a donation of $10 or feed an orphan, your donation of $10 per month, will feed an orphan for a month. So think about just not going, like she said, to get your coffee and just giving $10 a month. A donation of 35 will feed four orphans four orphans for a month and a donation of 100 will feed and clothe an orphan and then a donation of 250 will not only feed 20 orphans but you're making a change by providing them with hygiene, kids, school supplies, and tuition. Now, Gwen, this, we got to ask this question because it always comes up. Especially sometimes people have the perception of, I would say Nigerian um, organizations, but also organizations in general. Um, there have been so many scandals with the American Red Cross even, right, and that's a respected organization. Mm-hmm. What can mm-hmm. you do? So if somebody's sitting there listening or sees the post on Facebook and is like, wow, I want to give, but hey, how do I know my money is really going to you know, the orphanage in Cameroon and not to somebody's pockets, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. What do you tell that that's person?
0: Me. And, and that, you giving, it comes from your heart. And me that I'm receiving, if I'm receiving it and not doing it for the purpose that I receive it for, that's, that's, you know, that will leave to judge me. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a Christian and I believe in, in giving. If I'm asking for $10 to feed an orphan, I'm taking the $10 and I'm giving it to that orphanage. I do a monthly, once uh, I have a full account for Help Us Help them with uh, Wells Fargo Bank, that money do not come to my account. So once you go to my website and do your donation, it goes directly to Help Us Help them account. From there, I do do like a monthly transaction with Western Union where I send it to these you know, specific orphanages for them to use it for their purpose. You know, I have a track record. And again, yes, most people have done it in the in the past where they collect the money and then don't they don't use it for the purpose that they collected for. That's left to that individual. You know, mm-hmm. yes, it's happened before. It could also happen for me. But of course, of that course. Not, I would not sleep if I'm taking it and I'm using it for something else. That you know, I will not. And rest you
1: go, I think it's. Yeah, and I think it's important, Gwen, to let people know that you actually travel there. So if a company says, you know what, I want to donate 250, which would be huge, right, and help your organization, mm-hmm. you and they, but they want to see pictures, like where did my money go? That's just how we live. You actually travel there, or you can get the orphanage to show the pictures, and you know to show that accountability of where people's money is going, right? That's correct, what it's doing.
0: This last summer when I went, I visited three of my orphanages. One of the, the original orphanages that I was using, you know, Grace of God Ministry, and this is in the southern, um, southwest region of Cameroon, the lady with other, uh, other companies that are helping her as well was able to leave from her two-bed room, where she had with 18 kids, to a house with four rooms, you know, with enough space to live with these kids. So that building itself still needs to be painted. It still needs to be cemented. And, you know, I promised her I will help what I could help because I myself will not be able to do it alone. But gradually, we're hoping to cement the floor, paint the building. And she was happy just to move from her two-bedroom to a four-bedroom now with those 18 kids, you know, and they have bunk beds. They're not complaining. But there are pictures that I try to go every year in the summer so I could see what I'm you know, see the kids, see where the money that people are donating is going to, so there are there are there are you know evidence there, 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 these are living things this, this This is an existing thing, it's not something that's just somewhere in the air, so if it's the pictures that they need or if they are actual buildings, some people actually want to go with me next time that I go, and you know I'm happy to do that. Well
1: please, do that. Yeah. Now tell tell us about a little bit about Cameroon for those who might not know. Um, like the history, the the beauty of Cameroon and um, you know, just to kind of to set the tone for what they're giving, Um, because we hear a lot about Nigeria. I can describe Nigeria from now to tomorrow. But Cameroon, just talk about what what it's like, like, you know, is there a lot of poverty, you know? uh, Talk about your country. Well, Cameroon is one of those. You know, it bothers
0: with Nigeria. It's a bordering country to Nigeria. Um, It's a French and English-speaking country. Yes, it's not as rich as Nigeria, like you could tell. That's why you don't see more of Cameroonians out here. You, somebody sees me like, where are you from? Africa? Oh, you're from Nigeria. So you know we have a lot of Nigerians out here, but for Cameroon, we're still coming. It is a poverty country, but at the same side, you have some that are well to do and you have some that are not well to do. It's a French, you know, French and English speaking country, and it does have prod. Produce like banana and cocoa and coffee, we have that. But again, you, you know these African governments we don't have the way to import or export that so we can make a better country, but we, 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 from what it is, we are okay. We have food enough to feed us, but it's not one of the richest countries either. What's the capital? Mm-hmm.
1: What's the capital? Like, if if people are trying to, what's the capital of Cameroon?
0: So the capital of Cameroon is Yaoundé. Yeah, but again, it depends on where you're from. I'm from the southwest part of Cameroon. So if you want to go to Cameroon, you could see, you know, towns or cities like Boya, Kumba, you know, Limbe. You know, Limbe is one of our economic capital. I'll say it has a beach. You know, this that there, we have all these things, but it's just. Making it come to life, making it wanted by tourists and all of that stuff. We Yaounda is the capital, and we have other top, uh, you know, top cities and town. It's, um, it has ten regions, like they say states in America, but it has ten regions, with each of them having their own capital.
1: Wow, uh, and I guess it's, it's tropical, you know, in terms of the weather. Now you mentioned beaches, and that's one thing I hear. Like there's so many beautiful beaches, but again, there's a lot of corruption um, mm-hmm. in in government. But now, do you speak French?
0: I used to before I came here, but right now, don't even try me, Tosi, because I might know, not know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'll but say I don't I'm, I'm about, about to say say
1: something in French. <laughs>
0: Yes,
1: <laughs>
0: I can't cut a conversation now in <laughs> French. <laughs> oh, wow, wow,
1: wow. We're chatting live with Gwen Force, and she is the founder of Help Us Help Them. Now, Gwen, as we round up, we have a few minutes left in the interview. How do you balance it all? Like your wife, your mom? You know, now you're having this organization. Like, what what inspires you to keep going? Uh, giving inspires
0: me to keep going. I'm yes, yeah, a busy mom. I have a full time job myself and have you know three kids to run around with. But in my spare time, that's what I do. I'm trying to find out how to help these orphans and trying to find out how to provide for them. How you know can I make their life? A little bit better than what they know, a little better than what they've seen. So that's that's how I'm trying to balance. i trying to get my kids most of the time involved to go volunteering and just teaching them how to help others that I don't have, how to give out. So that I mean. That's part of my life now. I could say I have four kids, so the the organization will be my fourth child. So I have to make sure I feed it. I have to make sure I provide for it. And making time during the day for it is also me reaching out to these orphanages that I support.
1: Wow. Love it. Love it. We have to give you a, another round of applause. But before I do that, what do you tell the people that are saying, you know, I have my own problems? I'm in America or I'm in London or I'm in Canada sitting back, or I'm in Nigeria, sitting back, and I'm like, you know, I have my own problems, you know, why should I give? What do you tell those people? <laughs>
0: all I would say is I'm pleading. Yes, we all do have problems. We all do have our priorities. But just helping one orphan at a time, you're making a change in the world. You're reaching to somebody that don't have that, that their problems. If you look at it compared to yours, you don't have any because you, you are able to get up and go to work. You are able to plan your food for tomorrow. Oh, we're going to cook this tomorrow. But they don't have that. They just get up today and they're happy to be up today. And so I would just please just think about it. The coffee that you're going to have today or the coffee that you're going to have for the rest of the month help me so I could help this offense. You know, $10 will go a long way. Forgo so go for a month just to help somebody.
1: Yes, yes. And, um, and you know, that's why we love. Once we heard about this and all the great work you're doing, Gwen, I want to really applaud you because it's not easy, you know, and to keep going and, um, you know, it's just a great organization, you know, just, just helping orphans. Now, in terms of um, how people can contact you, Tell them again about you know the website, how people can contact you, um, for your organization. All right, so we do have a website, and that's
0: h u um, h c offers with an s dot org, and we do have an email as well. There's um, help us help them often, one uh, singular that harm. So you can reach me by email or you can reach me on the website, and there's a contact uh, phone number on the website that you can also reach me on. But the website is really where I will send you to go to, the Help Us Help Them, huht org, and everything else that you need to know about the organization is on there. I also have, you know, a cookbook that I finally released this um, past month just to raise funds for these, you know, offense that we do support. So if you get on there you could give a donation or you could just support by purchasing one of the cookbooks it's modern african cookbook it, it just you have different recipes cameroon nigeria togo and a couple of american recipes jamaican everything
1: you think of is is in there help yourself with it Yeah and I hope I hope your cookbook again that's great your cookbook I hope you have the nigerian jollof rice recipe not any other jollof rice recipe in your cookbook. Uh, <laughs> it's specified, Nigerian jollof rice. <laughs> it's specified. <laughs> it's specified. <Yeah.
0: laughs>
1: okay, no, um, but no, I like that. that <laughs> I like that you wrote a cookbook, and, you know, again, proceeds go, and the cookbook, you know, what inspired, besides, um you know, this organization, but how did you get all the recipes? Like you said, Nigeria Cameroon, Togo, how did you pull together all those recipes for the cookbook?
0: Well, you know, I know lots of people, some of them, like the ones in Jamaica, when I visited Jamaica, I visited a couple of restaurants or whatever I ate there, I figured out, you know, ask them how to cook it. And when I went to South Africa, because I have some of those too. So most of them is the countries that I visited. For my Nigerian recipes, I have a couple of Nigerian friends. So, of course, you know, Sunday we do dinners or after, uh, we do our get-together, birthday parties with kids and talk to a couple of friends. That's how I got some of the recipe. For Togo, my sister is married to, you know, Togoles, so I know how to cook those because she cooks it when we go for our Sundays and after uh, Saturday dinners <laughs> or barbecues. Yeah, so that's how I was able to connect Mm. the recipe.
1: Now say the name of the cookbook. Say the name of it again. Modern African Cookbook. Mm -hmm. Modern African Cookbook, and it will be on your website as well. Well, thank you, Gwen, so much for being a guest on our podcast. We really, really appreciate all the wonderful work that you're doing for your nonprofit, and we wish you much success. Please, um, yes. Any final words that you have for our guests? Well, my final words would be like, it, it
0: was my pleasure coming on the show today. I listen to you most of the time, most of the time if I'm not busy. <laughs> but I tuned on it, and I love the show. Your guests, your your fan base, MGM Radio, I know when you started, and we're still running. So I want to appreciate that for my listeners and Thank you. my pop- contributors that are out there, just just think about it. Whatever donation that you have, anything, $1, $5, it will help. It will go a long way. Just visit our website at org and just let us know how you can help us. Anything we do, financially or material, anything we just we need a new to anything we do.
1: Yeah and even and even also just even promoting her sharing her her page with your friends and followers that will help too you know any anything to spread the awareness of this great organization is is appreciated is appreciated okay everyone happy monday and we'll be back later this week we're going to be chatting with Latavia Robinson she is the two-time Grammy award winner and she is the founder I'm one of the founders of um, Destiny's Child and one of the original members of Destiny's Child, and she is the keynote honoree at our Dare to Aspire event in Houston, June 25th, from 11 to 3. All right, we'll be back next time. Have a blessed Monday. Bye.